talking with Aaron Graves, president of Springfield Education Association. So, Aaron, uh, can you just tell me from the union's perspective, what do you know about this incident last week at Graham Elementary School? Um, long and short of it is, um, we know that a, a younger elementary student, um, I'm trying to use the word carefully, I brandished a large knife in class during a transition back from a reward recess. Uh, the teacher acted very professionally and quickly um, to disarm the student and uh, assure safety of the kids and get the student down to the office, as you would expect. Uh, fortunately, all were kept safe from physical harm. And then the, the teacher has, um, our teachers here are, are, and all others, right, are focused on the professionality and getting back to class and making sure that uh, the day went on and the Kids were focused on other things. You know, so that's the fortunate piece. Unfortunately, the trauma inflicted from the incident and and what I perceive or what the union perceives as often minimization of such an event um, is weighing heavily on that particular teacher, um, other members of the school, and, and other people who, who might uh, understand this happened. Uh, be, before we get into some of the uh, aftermath of this, can you elaborate on a couple of details? You described it as a large knife. Uh, we're getting very little information from the district, although I had heard from uh, one person who was you know, getting sort of secondhand information that it might have been a pocket knife. Do we know specifically what kind of knife it was? I, I think that trying to uh, be... I, I think there might be different claims. Uh, from what I understand, it was a larger knife. Okay. Um, it, you know, when I when I think pocket knife, I think of something in the you know one to three inch blade that maybe your grandfather would have given you when you were a kid. I, I think we're talking something larger than that, from what I understand. And and do we have any idea how the student came to have the knife in, in their possession? Uh, if they were coming in from a recess, was this something that was in a, a backpack or how, how did a student, a, a, a no. younger student obtain a knife like that? No, no, Jim, I, I don't, I don't have, I don't have an explanation for that, truthfully. All right. And you indicated the teacher disarmed the student. Um, uh, it, it, do you have any details as to how yes. th that, that was uh, able well, to be accomplished? I mean, teachers have, you know, uh, they manage students um, very well all day, every day, right? You see something happen, you react, uh, and, and this teacher did a very nice job. It is our understanding that that student was not, um, as we understand, you know, trying to harm anyone in that room at that moment, right? So, you know, it was a, it was just a scary, it was, it was a scary moment. For, for an educator, for the kids, uh, for all involved. So, so you, to your understanding, this was not a, a situation where the student was actively threatening to harm anyone, just showed the knife, and, and it was a situation that posed a potential danger and had to be dealt with immediately? The student was not, in, as, as, it's, as is, our understanding the student was not intending to harm anyone in that room. Okay. 
you, you talked about the um, you know sort of the 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 toll uh, of something like this. Can you elaborate a bit on that? What uh, what do you mean by that, and what has the impact been on? Uh, the teacher in question, maybe students in the classroom, others in the building? I think it's all pretty obvious, uh, truthfully, right? I mean, these types of, any any sort of violent event, right? Whether it's um, students using extreme violent words, whether it's a, a fight between students or, or whether it's something much more extreme, like this, um, it uh, it puts adults in a place uh, that they're not comfortable with, right? I mean, this is this is not why people got into work with with kids, right? We we most people who got into this type of work did so to be in in a nurturing role, uh, in a teaching role, and this is this is not that. I think oh, oh, when you're ahead. talking bigger, sorry, Jim, when you're talking bigger picture though, right? I mean, there's obviously, there's a, there's a national undercurrent of um, concern regarding weapons in schools. Uh, we've also had a very unfortunate incident here last year with uh, the murder of a student by a student. At, at a high school uh, at Landfair, which we're in the community still reeling from that. And it's just, that's, that's as tragic as something can get. Uh, are there specific responses the union wants to see from the district in the aftermath of this specific action that you feel should be taken? Yes. Um, it, is, it is our feeling that the district needs a uniform and district-wide policy process and training dealing with threats. It needs to be a written and shared standard operating procedure, something that every district employee knows front to back. That's the first thing. The second thing, um, we feel that the district needs to be honest regarding the behavioral challenges in our schools. It doesn't define us. Uh, Springfield 186 is a fantastic school district, um, but to ignore or minimize problems such as this, it doesn't serve to make you better. I, I think it serves to it serves the opposite. Third, we'd like to see district-wide temporary alternative setting, and, and I'm using the word temporary. For um, for students that are a danger to themselves or others, and in a, and and so that they can also receive an appropriate education in a smaller setting, safer setting, while the masses can carry on in, in the traditional. Is that not happening and, and I, in this case? Is is this student not in an alternate setting at this point? I believe the student is not in the classroom, right? But is it? So I'd say it would be an alternate setting if you consider the office or another location in the building. But I don't think this is, I think this is something, unfortunately, the principals throughout the district have to manage building by building, which puts a lot of, of onus 
onto building leaders. I think, I think from a union standpoint, we don't have a comprehensive plan that is uh, supportive enough for all. The uh, only statement we've gotten from the district on this says uh, that, quote, proper support meetings and discussions have occurred and will be monitored. Would you agree with that statement? I I would not say we have gone far enough. We have had an initial meeting, and we have talked of meetings to follow uh, where we can move towards these things. Uh, we're not there at this point, or, or honestly, uh, my my comments to you would be much different, Jim. I'm guessing that issues like this are likely to be part of the upcoming contract negotiations as well. See, these are a lot of these things are nothing new, Jim. Right? And I think in the last interview we talked about uh, things that have um, that are hanging around, right? Uh, that are lingering from the last negotiation and, and probably negotiations before them. And again, these are things that are probably being discussed in, in other districts uh, like us outside of 186, but these are very serious concerns uh, for our members. And, uh, and I think they should be just as seriously taken by the district and the board of education. Aaron, thanks for your time this afternoon. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jim.